all-American half pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, Exercise number 13. Start standing with your feet apart, hands at the waist. Now, twist your body to the left side and bring your hands to the floor on the outside of the left foot. This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring the great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madoc. I'm Steve McGowan. We're in a band called The Beef People who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. We are record collectors and passionate, especially about the expression of pop music perfection. That is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes us makes a great single is what propelled us to be in this podcast. And I'm a little... Uh, I'm a little uh, put off by our new intro music there, the uh, the exercise uh, tones of uh, Debbie Drake. <laughs> Debbie Drake, teaching us how to keep our husband happy. Yes, indeed. So uh, that might be a clue to our show today, which is episode 049. 049. And we're going, to, we're going to talk about a band from New York City via North Carolina called The Cosmopolitans. The Cosmopolitans. Uh, the 1980 single is the one we'll be talking about exactly. today on Shake Records. Called How to Keep Your Husband Happy. And we'll also talk about the B-side, Wild Moose Party. <laughs> there were actually three tracks on this single, but these two, they, they give us enough to mm-hmm. appreciate that, that we'll, we'll keep it there. Mm-hmm. So the, the conceit of the single is uh, they got uh, their hands on uh, Debbie Drake's uh, exercise record, How to Keep Your Husband Happy. Happy. This is a 1950s mm-hmm. era, post-war, um, sort of uh, mm-hmm. the beginning of the baby boom. Right. Right. So women were to stay at home with their mm-hmm. uh, husbands, newly arrived back from the army. Yes. And to uh, stay fit and attractive. Trim so and slim. Trim and slim so they could birth them babies to <laughs> repopulate the United States to fuel the mis- military-industrial complex. For the next war. Yeah. So anyway, Not that I'm cynical. <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither. Um, let's go ahead and uh, play uh, the first track on the Cosmopolitan's record from 1980, Shake Records in New York City. How to keep your husband happy. Body. Two, be at home when you arrive. If you must work, try to arrange it so you're home first. Three, clubs, sexy for your evenings at home. Four, be interested in him and the things he does. Good 
conversationalist. Six, bright smile of a morning coffee. This paints a good mental picture of you for the whole day. Seven, nice boy. Keep it soft and musical, also a pretty laugh. Eight, excess fat. Kaboom! start by talking about sort of the social context, the social <laughs> historical context. Because this was 1980 <laughs> and um, the, commenting on, on you know, the worldview of the 50s, which was very pre-second wave feminism, um, you know, the, the atmosphere at that time. I mean, I was only partially kidding when I said, you know, that, that things were geared towards encouraging women to remove themselves from the World War II um, uh, era workforce where there, you know, people had women had proved themselves competent at all the jobs because the men sure. were at war. They were doing all the work. And so, hey, maybe you should go home and have some babies. <laughs> and, you know, so there really became this obsession. I, I call it the husband pleasing industrial <laughs> complex, right? Um, where, you know, it, it was very disabling for, for women to be other than auxiliary right to to be an extension of the marital unit um you know to 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 be there to serve the husband to keep the husband happy but that that being said this song is a huge goof oh and so this <laughs> song is is a critique of, yeah. of that viewpoint right yeah. and so it's you know approximately 15 years on mm-hmm. from from you know th- those things really being mm-hmm. um you know foisted on us and um and it's not that long, you know, 17 years on from uh, the feminine mystique, Betty Friedan mm-hmm. and A Bunny's Tale, which was right. Gloria Sinem's sort of uh, expose of life as right. a Playboy bunny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the sort of the, that culture, that exploitive culture of, of the Playboy Club. Um, so... I think you know. I think this. The, the, well, first of all, the single's great fun, right? And but it's great social satire yes. as well. Um, and it's kind of devastating social satire. It is. Yes. And it, there's no greater way to prove the absurdity of a work than to quote it directly, right? <laughs> so you really the lyrics come. You know, it really the chant comes from that. Um, that Debbie Drake record, record itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, devastating, I think, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, what other bits of social context did I want to be sure to drop? You know, th- this notion that you have to um, be 
there to please your husband yes. at any point. Um, at all times. I, you know, because I, I was a, you know, a kid in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had friends whose mothers slept in makeup. <laughs> right. Slept in makeup. Why? Because the husband could not see them out of makeup. Can you imagine like right. going to bed in full daytime uh, husband pleasing wife drag, mm-hmm. which essentially mm-hmm. is the way a lot of people live their lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this this notion of like you have to keep fit and trim. And, you know, as a last resort, you can try reading, right? Yeah. So maybe <laughs> well, ma- well, maybe I, your your thighs won't please, but perhaps uh, maybe you can mind. share an idea if, if, at, as a matter of last resort. Well, I do leave my makeup on at night. Right, that's true. So, well, so, you know, that's a whole that's other only story. Good sense. Yeah. I didn't say Debbie was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the sort of uh, being able to look back at, at the absurdity and, mm-hmm. um, um, I think this owes some stuff to the success of the B-52s, right? Very this, much so. This idea that music can be fun, music can be satire, music mm-hmm. can quote the past, send up the past, mm-hmm. um, bring it into the present. And, you know, it's it's an incredibly fun record. It really is. The Cosmopolitans were actually formed in North Carolina by Jamie Sims. She had what she called the Cosmopolitan Dance Troupe. And she moved to New York City to pursue her dancing career. First night she was in New York City, she went to a party for the first Blondie record release. Met lots of people. Started up her troupe again. And they kind of did this go-go slash pom-pom cheerleader dancing routine. They danced with the when the DBs would play. And they danced with the Flesh Tones and other bands. And they eventually started to write their own songs and perform with backing tracks. And this particular single was recorded back in North Carolina with our buddy, not our buddy, but someone we talked about many <laughs> right. times, Mitch uh, Easter. Uh, our uh, a mythical buddy. Yeah, right? We wish he was our buddy. Our musical uh, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mitch recorded this and he played the guitar on it. And I think this might be the first time that that we were we came across Mitch in the drive-in studio. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I remember getting the single and sharing it with you and saying, right. you got to hear this. And right. look, it was recorded in Winston-Salem. Yeah, and we were both freaking out just yeah. looking at the sleeve. Yeah. I might have even purchased it in mm-hmm. Winston-Salem. Right. Mm-hmm. There was a great record store there. I, I spent the summer at the North Carolina School of the Arts in Winston-Salem. I think I may have told the story mm-hmm. already about my um, my. Peaches and herb, <laughs> herb <laughs> single that really was supposed to be the jam in the city. Right. But this was a successful, this was a different right. record store, so right, I actually got what I wanted. The right record in the right sleeve. Right, exactly. So um, after they recorded this, uh, this single, it was put out in New York City by Shake Records, which was owned by Alan Betrock. He was uh, worked, he was kind of the, the, the promoter for, for new music in New York. The, the real hub. He um, developed the connection with Albion Records for the DBs. Which is a London label. Right. And uh, he worked with the DBs and Richard Hell and Marshall Crenshaw and pretty much all those cool New York The Ramones, City Blondie. Bands. Yeah. He was you there. Know, as a producer and as a mm-hmm. promoter. Mm-hmm. And so the DBs, who we discussed uh, many times already, uh, we did a podcast about their amplifier single. They used to uh, rehearse in the New York Rocker offices, which is also Alan Betrock's magazine right. that he put out. And I remember reading the New York Rocker, like when you could find a copy of it, it was like finding a 
a gold bar. Right, you know? right. And, right. And, of course, we'll play a little snippet here of mm-hmm. a jingle, essentially. Right. Um, the DBs recorded. Right. I read the New York rocker. So we're going to play that for you. It's a Peter Holsapple song, the DBs. Um, you can find it on their compilation called Ride the Wild Tom Tom. Um, I read the New York rocker. Here they are. That was the DBs, and uh, I read the New York rocker. Uh, even when they're writing a jingle, they're fun. Uh, those guys are crazy. Um, so before we leave, uh, how to keep your husband happy? Right. I'm not done venting my spleen <laughs> yet about uh, sexism and the oppression uh, of the uh, the, the uh, male-pleasing industrial mm-hmm. complex. Um, I wanted to... You know, this whole time period, 1963, 1964, where, you know, there were a lot of of, um, big changes happening. The um, Surgeon General's report came out in 1964. It was a big deal. Absolutely. And this this sort of um, full court press about women's appearance Mm -hmm. really was was a huge marketing ploy. And um, cigarettes were marketed you know, you think about Virginia Slims. Right. I mean, you know, it's in the name. Yes, I know. Right? That smoking was marketed as a way that women could remain fit, trim, and slim, <laughs> yes. right? If you smoke. Keep your husband happy. You got a smoke. cigarette in your mouth, you're not going to be putting a bonbon in your world yet, honey. You know, it was the notion. And my mother told the story that, you know, um, I guess after the birth of me, um, <laughs> you know, that's often when, you know, a few pounds start creeping on and she was trying to figure out, uh, maybe I should take this on. She'd go, oh, you know, all, all the ads say, and this was back when there were television ads right. for cigarettes. It, it, cigarette advertising was everywhere. everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you've watched Mad Men, you'll know right. how lucrative the cigarette accounts were. Big time. And um, she was had just about made up her mind to start smoking and the Surgeon General's report came out. <laughs> she, the way she tells it, it's the same week, right? Oh, wow. Basically, she was in the car to go get a pack of cigs and the report turns on the radio, right? If we made it a TV show, right, she'd right. turn on the radio and there would be the report. Oh, don't smoke. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Um, so we're going to go on to the second song on this single, uh, a whole different sort of thing, uh, but still just... Except for the fun. The it, fun... It, it may be even more fun than the right, first right. song. Yes. Yeah, so it's called Wild Moose Party, and it has a picture of uh, a huge cat with uh, with, <laughs> with moose descri- antlers on it. From the description in the song, I <laughs> believe this to be moose. Yes. Moose is the name of the kitty. He's fat <laughs> and cute mm-hmm. and soft and... Mm-hmm. Else. Yeah, you'll, so you'll, you'll have hear to hear the, the lyrics. And- so this is the Cosmopolitans from 1980 on Shake Records. Uh, it's going to be a wild moose party.
Well, that's magnificent. What a great song that is. Yes. Endless fun. I know. You just you just want to frug the whole time. And I think later uh, a Cosmopolitan's EP was named Wild Moose Party. Well, they actually uh, put CD? out a CD. Yeah. CD? And I'm, I'm going to, that'll be probably oh, my recommendation. I am yep. foreshadowing. Yes. You jumped the gun there. Um, Cosmopolitan's are a really fun band. Um, Jamie Sims got the Epstein Barr virus and they, they had to stop. Uh, she was sick for a long time. Uh, and they just missed MTV. There's a video um, that we watched. Yeah, they were is, on Uncle Floyd, right? right? Which was the mm-hmm. the tri-state area mm-hmm. show that gave a lot of these, mm-hmm. um, you know, what we call today alternative artists. Right. But, mm-hmm. You know, um, new wave, punk, right. post-punk groups got their break by appearing right. on Uncle Floyd. And we'll link to that video. Um, it's pretty crude, but it's, it's, it's funny. You can kind of get the idea of what they're doing. And... Uh, Uncle Floyd was the Barney's Army of, <laughs> yes. of the tri-state oh, area. Without the uh, the blob of a animated <laughs> right. thing. Yes. Um, do you hear anybody covering this? Huh. You know, um, maybe, because we do mm-hmm. the uh, live dead fictional imaginary. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the little women, right? Because you've got a, 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 for, for how to keep your husband happy. Yeah, they, they could all take um, a line. Or maybe the Bennett sisters mm. from, uh, you know, Pride and Prejudice. Okay. You know, but it's a real girl power thing. All right. But not the Spice Girls. Right. Well, would, maybe the Spice Girls. Oh, uh, you never know. Yeah. Girl power. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd like to hear... Um, the White Stripes do it with uh, oh, yeah. with Meg singing. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear it with Jack. <laughs> yeah, either way. No, both of them. And, well, maybe Nirvana. Yeah. With or without right. Joan singing. Exactly. Current Nirvana. So anyway, there's lots of, lots of good cover options there for uh, this song. Uh, do you have a recommendation for today? Um, my recommendation might be go back and look at some of that, that, that seminal work for second wave feminism, like Mm -hmm. Feminine Mystique, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if you want to be lazy, look on Netflix and see if like A Bunny's Tale, or, you know, any of those stories Mm -hmm. of, um, uh, of fighting the fight in in the sixties against sexism. Yes. I think, uh, a lot of our listeners probably don't remember you know, I mean, even in the time we grew up, things were so much better. And, yeah. and just the generation before us was not, it was not good. <laughs> mm. It's still not ideal, but we're, we're, we're heading in the right direction at least. Of course, I'm going to recommend the um, Cosmopolitans. They have a uh, CD that came out in 2006 with all these old songs on it. It's got 11 tunes on it. And also it has uh, these two tunes, the other tune on the on the flip dancing lesson it's got a song called chevy baby which is about trading your baby for a chevrolet <laughs> <laughs> it's got ph factor on it oh uh, yeah. yes and uh it's the dbs yes uh-huh so um it, it's a little bit hard to find but it, i believe it's in print we'll see if we can uh get a uh, a link for you for you and this has been uh Singles going steady, 049, the Cosmopolitans, how to keep your husband happy, excess fat, taboo. Yeah. Try reading. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. 
You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Records. Records. Smart Smart sounds for sharp sharp people. people. Today.